am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. I am your host, P.M. Kester, and joining me today for an episode that I am calling Taking a Break to Show Support, I have Nikki Porsche, and I'm going to give you a brief bio because you know that everyone does their own bio because I just touch on just a smidge, and I know that hers is so much bigger. Her dash is so much bigger than what I could say, but Nikki is a social justice advocate for Black women, founder of Buy From a Black Woman Incorporated, host of a Black Woman's podcast. And as her personal, personal mission statement she has, she's here to ensure that Black women are seen, supported, and heard. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. And we're just going to kick things right on off. Let everybody know about your background and the mission of Buy From a Black Woman. Oh, well, that is always such a loaded question. <laughs> you know, my background is just a whole bunch of onion layers being peeled off. And just when I think I'm doing one thing, that peels off and do something else. So, you know, I have a background. Um, I was in the military for nine years. I taught for four years. I was a okay. nonprofit seven years before starting my own um I am a seamstress a mother a daughter oh my god and, you know like so there's so many things that are in my background that really help me get to and find my purpose um and do the life work that I'm currently doing so I can be a living example um so with my bio it's only literally two sentences because <laughs> my goal is for my name to be my bio um so like oh I love it that's one of my goals um so yeah it's just a lot of things with my background really push me here so I really don't talk about them until there's time to bring them up and they always come up in passing if that makes sense right well I know I found out about you via social media and started reading about Buy From A Black Woman and loved how authentic the mission was it seems like you know so many times people start an organization and it's just there to kind of like catch the wave so to speak but it seems like you really were authentic about your love for black women and highlighting their accomplishments accomplishments and showcasing the things that black women created um was that the purpose of buy from a black woman how did that even come together and start yeah, no, exactly um, the purpose. I went to an event in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was the only Black woman there. Mm. And that was just crazy to me to be anywhere um, in Atlanta and be the only Black woman. And there was a woman there, she was selling some lip balm, and she was selling it for $20, but she had sold out. And again, that was crazy to me as well. Um, so I was like, no, there has to be more um, done about this, because I know Black women who are doing things like this, better than this, similar uh-huh. to this, and they are not selling out, they're not selling out these price points. So people don't even know they exist. 
So I actually started blogging first, um, believe it or not. Buy From a Black Woman was originally a blog where once a week I did the Buy From a Black Woman challenge. It was something I made up and I was, it was a personal challenge for me where once a week I bought from a Black woman and I blogged about it. And the blog got traction. You know, I was working at a nonprofit and I was not being fulfilled. I, they were not using my gifts, my skills, or my talents in a way mm-hmm. I was, you know, feeling like I had purpose. And when the blog started taking off, other Black women started reaching out to me saying, hey, how can I be featured on the blog? Can I send you something? I'm like, no, I have to buy it. Like, I'm true mm-hmm. to this. You know, right. But then also people who, you know, were like, hey, can I, you know, just give you $20? I came across the blog. It's amazing work. We need this. Keep going. And this was like in 2016, um, 2015, 2016, where this stuff that we see today, support for support for Black businesses, were not, it just wasn't there. Um, so this was like really at the forefront of this movement that we see today that we're grateful for. So I was like, okay, people want to send me money and people are spreading awareness. Those are the two key components of having a nonprofit. Um, and like I mentioned before, I had been a nonprofit serpent for like seven years. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is why I work at all these different nonprofits and these different positions. Let me see if I can make this into a nonprofit because I, I knew and I really do believe that you're being prepared for things and you're putting systems in place before you even know that you have to use those things, right? All right. Look, you are speaking to somebody with it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why <laughs> nonprofit? I knew it was going to be something and I knew I wanted to give out money. Um, I knew I wanted to receive donations. I did not know how big it was going to get transparency like I had no idea it was going to grow into what it is today I know we are just really starting to grow um so I did the nonprofit paperwork myself girl I was like let me go ahead and take these classes learn these lessons read these books and I filed that paperwork and then in April of 2016 I got my paperwork back and said we were official 501c3 with the United States and that's really how we started man and you know, I just hope people are keying in or tapping in on a message that I just got out of it. There was like so many breakaways. I, I talked about the breakaways um, <laughs> at the end of the episode was one is this consistency. consistency. You were showing up. You started 2015, 2016. In December of 2021, you were in New York with H&M. So to kind of see just you consistently showing up and showing up and doing things when you didn't want to do it, working at that nonprofit job that was not using your skills, but still showing up and knowing that there was a greater purpose for what you were doing and showing up, showing up, showing up for others. And then to be where you are now, I think is just a message. It's an inspiration. And um, I think that's something that a lot of times we don't hear the story of a lot of times we, we just kind of see the end results, but we don't see the work along the way. So it's I think, but that's how, you know, I tell people like the organization, the mission, um, all of it is not me, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's my purpose. Like I know it's my purpose because purpose is when you're doing something that, you know, your human self would not want to do. Like there are times when I wake up and, you know, like, for example, and I know we'll probably get to this, like where I'm at now is 5am. Right. Um, and 
it's not me getting up at 5 a.m. because if it was me, you know, I would still be asleep. I'll be honest with you. Like, <laughs> under the covers, chilling hard because I was up all night, you know, partying, drinking, or whatever it is that I wanted to. But no, I was like, you know, let me go ahead and do this because I have to do that. And that's not me. That's purpose. That's the work coming through and realizing that what I'm doing is part of something greater and bigger than who I am. So let me remove self from it and actually get the work done because I can't say I want this life. I did not want this life. I feel you on that. And we definitely are going to get to that because it's going to come in on how you take a break. But I'll let y'all know as a spoiler, we're doing this on a Saturday morning. So I definitely feel her on this because it's Saturday morning. You work nine to five during the week. There was nothing more I wanted to do than sit in my bed and read. But it's the consistency, it's the showing up, recognizing that there is something greater than you at, at play right now. So I definitely get you on that. We're going to kick off to the other question, which is what types of support do Black women businesses need? And how can the public and even family and friends help out in this? Yeah. So, of course, you know, my number one answer is money. Yes. <laughs> Those are my two things. They go hand in hand. If I say money, I say education. If I say education, I say money. Um, those are two key things that Black women, Black businesses, Black women really, really need um, to help grow their business. One of the things that friends and families can do to help, and this also goes for Black women as well, um, and I'll share a story with this. When I first started buying from a Black PM, like, my mom wasn't my supporter. Like, like people go to an event now and see my mother, mm-hmm. uh, meet my mother, like, she is the number one volunteer. She's always at the front desk doing something, greeting people, spreading the word, share it. You know, she has her elevator pitch wherever she goes somewhere, always wearing a butt in a sweatshirt. <laughs> I mean, like she bleeds by from a black woman. But when I first started, she told me I was foolish, that it wasn't going to work, that she would not pay my rent. I could oh. not live with her, that Black women were not going to support me, that this was, you know, like, don't quit my job. I have, you know, my son to feed. All the negative things that came with starting a business. And this was only because, one, she's from a different generation. And when she grew up, her generation was go to school, go to college, work a job, retire, get your pension. Like, that's success right so here is her wild child who all my teenage years you know we were just like boom 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 the whole time and now I'm like hey I got fired from my job for starting this nonprofit, and I'm going to see it through and she's like you're silly like if it's for black women are you serious and again remember this is 2016 so right. like how many black women are starting businesses is this really even something real at a nonprofit? and as business owners, as dreamers, as creators, we have to make sure that our friends and family's fears don't get in the way of the things we want to do. Uh-huh. So one of the things that friends and families can do is remove your fears from whoever it is that you're trying to support. Like we get that you love us and you want nothing but the best for us. You want us to be successful, but remember your idea of success is not the same as the next person. Success is a very you know, subjective, personal thing. Yeah. We all have the same definition of success. There's not one definition of success. So friends and family, the way that you can show support is to ask that person, 
what is success to you? How mm-hmm. will this be successful? And then ask, how can I show my support? How can I help you remove fears? Because that person already has so many fears already. They don't need you projecting your fears onto them as well. That's key. Yes. It's the projection. And we do have to do that. I, I even talk to my kids about things like that. I said, sometimes you can't even share your stuff, what you're trying to do, your moves with other people, you know, because, and, and if you do, you just have to be prepared to be like, well, I thank you for that feedback, but you can't let them project it onto what you're trying to do because they don't understand your calling. Yeah, at all. And it's, it's funny because fear and jealousy is such a close friend mm. together, you know, where people will throw out like, oh, they're jealous. But they're not jealous. They're just afraid. They're afraid because they've done. They don't know anybody else who's done it, and they know that they would not be courageous enough to do it. So they are being fearful, and they're projecting their fear on you, and they just don't know how to better communicate that. And then we internalize like, oh, they jealous. They haters. They this. They that. And some are, you know, don't get me wrong. There are some haters out here, but also mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear and people who are just afraid as well so wow god this look powerful look breakaways breakaways is coming everywhere everywhere (laughs) everywhere all right so I think we've already kind of touched on some advice at the friends and the family is definitely good advice for our black women business owners it's people moving in society in general but what advice do you have for Black women business owners who are feeling discouraged? And I asked that because, you know, I'm in the podcast realm. Podcasts have been tracking downward since people have been at home. So I am very thankful and recognize that, you know, I'm not way up there, but I have seen consistent growth during the pandemic. But I also have friends in this circle who are trying to do merch associated with their their podcast and start businesses and stuff. And they're just not seeing it. And sometimes when you look at social media or you contact friends and family, it can be kind of discouraging out there. So what advice do you have for especially Black women business owners who are trying to navigate discouragement? Yeah, one thing is to be realistic, you know, and I know that can be discouraging um, as well when you have (laughs) realistic and you know talking to myself when I talk to you it's like making sure that we are being realistic and knowing that the things that we are doing and wanting to see are feasible so that we're not so easily discouraged Um, it takes growth we talked about consistency like things are not going to happen overnight Um, there are people who still you know are still working I don't think I have reached the point of success yet there's people who are like Uh oh this and I'm like girl I ain't do nothing yet like, like I'm still working. There's still things that I'm working to. And it can be discouraging when you see other people who are doing less and getting more. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, like, if you said this is what you want to do, to do it. Like, you can't be discouraged by competition because competition is so, like, it was makes you stand out. And one of, like, one of the, um, my motivation things I listen to in the morning is, like, I want to be so good that my competitors don't even get out the bed like that's oh wow (laughs) yes (laughs) so like being discouraged is just like just flip it where you like you know encourage yourself like how can I be better than them 
How can I do this better than I did yesterday? Um, what is the thing that's going to make me stand out? And is this realistic? Is it feasible? Is it something I really can do? And have those tough conversations with yourself so when other stuff comes at you, you already talked to yourself about it. So can't nobody break you down better than you could break it down, right? Right. So, just know like the things are happening um it's not going to be overnight and that's okay because you're not going to be ready overnight anyway so, oh see yeah <laughs> yes it going um and it's it's one you have to like really be your best hype and your high cheerleader like i can say words but if you don't believe them yourself they're not going to mean anything so make sure that you're saying these words to yourself as well making sure that you're putting the systems in place the pictures the words the reminders the books the podcasts in your ears the stuff that hype you up keep doing that stuff um, to keep yourself encouraged. You're going to be discouraged. It's part of the game. Like you're going to, as soon as you do something where you're like, yeah, I did that. You're going to see something that's going to be like, damn, why I didn't do that? Like it happens every time. So you have to keep things in place to keep building yourself up. And that's real. And I think, especially in the social media culture, we look at what other people are doing instead of just looking and assessing our own wins. Um, and I know even for myself, I'm not nowhere near 10,000 followers, but I looked and I was like, oh, when I started, I started with 100 and some followers. And so look at me now, almost at like a thousand and that's a win. And it's like, you kind of have to be realistic and you have to look at what you're doing. I was so excited when you said that you were going to do this interview when I and, and I met you at the event because I was like, oh my God, does she know who she is? I remember I called my sister and I was like, it's Nikki Porsche. Like, look up back from a black woman. Like she's been in like Essence and Forbes and stuff like that. And she's gonna come on my podcast. I'm like, that's a win. Like I'm winning. And it's like, I feel like you have to look at stuff like that. For me, I was like, oh my God, I'm on the right path. Like I'm I'm doing something. I got this interview and and I think we have to look at stuff like that. Like, you know, you may not have 10K followers. You might not have like the brand deal, but you also have to say, are you even ready for that brand deal yet? Or what are you doing that other people are not doing? Or what is that win? What's that celebration? Yeah. And I mean, like I tell people, like if I would have got all this stuff, you know, and even some of the stuff I'm, I know there are things and the reason why I don't have certain things is because there's things I have to put in place to be in a place to receive these certain things. And if they haven't came to me yet, then I'm not ready to receive them. And doing that mindset change really changes a lot of things for me because like, okay, I'm not ready for that yet. That's why I don't have it. Uh -huh. I, I can have everything my heart desires, everything. I am worthy of all these things. I know I'm worthy of all these things, but the reason why I don't have all the things yet because I am not ready to receive them. So there's certain things I, I have to do, not personally, I mean, not just personally, but also professionally. You know, there might be certain people in my life who need to leave. There might be certain people in my life who need to come where that when I'm receiving these other things, this next level of things, I can receive it and do and be a good steward of it. So changing my mindset to that has really changed the way that I look at timelines where it's like, well, why am I getting that? I'm better than them or, you know, they ain't doing as much as I'm doing it. No, I have to remove myself from it and realize there are other things that I have to do to get that. So mm -hmm. you can't like, um, they said comparison is the greatest theft of joy. Yep. And that's so true. So now like the only person I compare myself to is me. 
you know, like where was I at this time last year? Uh If I had had this, you know, two years ago, would I have done what I was supposed to do with it? And, you know, nine out of 10, the answer is no, you know, because I'm not the same person I was two years ago. I'm not the same person I was last week, you know? are constantly changing so when we're looking at what other people are doing we don't know what they did first of all we have no idea because social media allows you to just show everybody a snapshot there's people who don't even know where i'm at right now because it's none of their business but also because i'm not sharing it either and it's not part of what you need to know about me but then when you see this other thing, you have no idea because I did not share it with you. So you're not getting the full story. So how can you internalize something that you're seeing with somebody else when you actually have no idea the full story behind it? So stop comparing yourself to people. Only compare yourself to who you are and making sure that what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you want, that you're trying to get, you're ready to receive it. And when you receive it, that's how you know you're ready. That's right. I like that. Yes. Very good. So, of course, I follow you on on Instagram as well. And if people listen to the podcast, one of the new things I'm doing this season is talking about intention. That has been the the, the big shift for me, um, resonated with a lot of people last year. And so I'm now incorporating a conversation on that in every episode of the podcast. My word for last year was growth. (laughs) I had a lot of growing lessons last year. This year, my word is focused. So I'm centering that my attention and my things, movements around that in 2022. Did you have a word or intention for last year or this year that you can share with us and how are you making moves towards that? Um, so I'll share this year's word. Last year was last year. So this <laughs> year you know, this year's word is a- attention. Um, okay. Not intention, but attention. Um, paying attention, receiving attention, God, giving yes. um, paid P-A-I-D, attention. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Okay. (laughs) You know, so my word for 2022 is attention. I need to um, not just put myself out there personally, but also I want people to see the attention, not with just Nikki Porsche, but also a buy from a Black woman, but the days that Black women are doing. So my word for 2022 is attention. Okay. I think that goes right into our next question. And then we can talk about where you are right now. How do you take a break from work? And what advice can you offer listeners on how they can incorporate breaks into their life? So this started, yeah, this started when I was, a, you know, a child. I was very dramatic. Cool. You know, I'm a Leo. So, you know, we <laughs> just can't do, you know, we gotta be like grand about it. So when I was younger, I would do, I would run away. Um, and it would be like, I wouldn't. She was like, this girl was crazy. I had no idea she was going to be anything. Um, but I would run away. Like, I, I would need a break. So I would just, like, run away um, and just go somewhere. Like, hey, I'm going to go see my father or something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm, just, I'm out. Peace. You know? <laughs> and as an adult, I still do that. I'll go somewhere and people will know where I'm at until I come back. You know, and I know this ain't Aaron this weekend, so I can tell y'all. So I ran away this weekend to Hawaii. So I'm here um, for the weekend doing some personal and spiritual growth, um, doing some professional growth. I have my year 
um, planning meeting with my team later on this afternoon and my hotel room is filled with post-its and um, just paper all over the place. That's why I'm not in it because I want you to see all that because you were like, this was like a whole, it looks like a whole madhouse, you know, like, oh my God. So he started here as a line, like it looks, but you know, like for me, it's a reset that I really have to do before we had this calls on the phone with my mother and she was asking me how things were going. And, you know, she talked about the word pressure. And I'm like, there's so much positive pressure, so much positive stress in my life. Um, and I'm so grateful for it because it makes me show up. Um, and it reminds me that it's bigger than me. You know, uh-huh. I can feel worry about how I feel um, and not in a way where I'm not listening to myself, but you know, I, I can't take things personally. I, you know, even when I'm giving things and when I'm giving things, um, I just, you have to remove your personal self from it. Cause you know, like, I can't say like, this is my purpose. I was put on this earth. If I am taking everything personal, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. running away allows me that personal reset to be ready for what's happening and going. So I take a break by running away. Um, if you don't get away from everybody that you know to learn who you are, if you've never done it, to do it again. So I go places I've never been before to discover who I can never, who I never was before. And then I come back a whole nother person. I like that. Get away. Get away to know yourself. That is true. Yeah. And you have to go, like, you have to go to unfamiliar territory because um, it forces you to explore it forces you to do things differently because, you know, this is my first time here. I've never been here before. Um, so I, I know nothing about it except like the things that I've read online, um, things that I've seen on TV, you know. So now I'm experienced for the first time and seeing things for the first time, experiencing things for the first time, it allows you to think differently, you know, like, so there's different ideas that came for my business because now I'm experiencing things as a brand new person. Uh-huh. We talk about how, like, you know, babies, we always say, oh, you know, they're so lucky. They don't know this experience or, you know, they're just discovering things. It's the same thing when I go somewhere I've never been. I'm discovering new things and then in turn, I'm discovering new things about myself as well because now I'm in a space where everything is new. You know, everything here is new. Everything is my first time experiencing it. So now I can go ahead and be a fresh creative because now all my ideas are new because it's a whole different type of energy. So I always run away to places I've never been before so that I can reset. I like that. All right. I hope y'all grabbed it. I'm going to put that as a breakaway. (laughs) Some of us need to get away so we can get to know each other. And I like that you said unfamiliar territory. Yes, I think that's going to resonate with someone. Well, Nikki, we've come to our very last question, which is let us know where we can find you out in this whole enter the internet streets. I'll be in the street only. You know, I'm everywhere. They never there. But no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what y'all hear when y'all, if y'all tune in to her, a black woman's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's my type of carrying on. <laughs> no, 
um of course my personal social media i'm always on brand is a black woman um i have buy from a black woman we're on instagram twitter facebook and youtube and also snapchat but don't not snapchat what's that see how old i am tiktok they okay. all me because i don't use them but they're we over there though um and yeah just you know i guess put it in your google search to find me that was very pretentious but it's true <laughs> so y'all can google her and you also can look in the show notes and we will make sure that we have her information um some of her many ways to reach her down there as well you also if you are a black woman business owner you can um enter to be in her directory and that that opens up a couple times a year if i'm not mistaken right yeah it's coming up this year on a quarterly basis um just because the influx and we are very intentional about the businesses that we allow to be part of the directory um because we just have so many people who use the directory um and we want to make sure the businesses are credible are withstanding good customer service all around but more importantly have their paperwork in you know order as well to be a operational business so head over to buy from black woman online um directory that's not it that's our instagram but buy from blackwoman.org for the application um and you can get on the waiting list if it's not currently open we are listening to this but if it is you know go ahead and submit your application and we'll be in touch with you to add your business so yeah girl get on <laughs> all right nikki thank you so much for making time for us while you are on your reset break greatly appreciate it you of the year believe it or not so i'm about to go on instagram and post it girl. so let them know this is the first one um yeah so thank you i appreciate it thank you everybody else stay tuned for the three breakaways and we're back thank you so much to nikki for coming on um, I'm so happy to be her first podcast of the year. She told me she only does five podcasts a year. And so I'm so happy that she trusted me with interviewing her and sharing her story. Um, I'm also excited that I was able to have her as the first podcast, our January podcast. If you look back over the other two seasons, I always feel like the January podcast, we've had some strong motivational podcast and hers is definitely this episode was full of so many gems it was hard to cull away the breakaways so um y'all email me and let me know if you agree with the breakaways or if you found some more as well because i feel like especially if you are a black female owned business a black woman business this podcast episode was especially for you and it was especially energizing and motivating so without further ado, we're going to get into the three breakaways. Breakaway number one, don't let friends and family get in the way of what you want to do. Don't let friends and family get in the way of what you want to do. So Nikki talked a lot about how you can, you know, find in support. Like she said, even when she started her nonprofit buy from a black woman her mom was not on board she was like those people are not going to support you <laughs> i am not going to help you out financially with rent or other things you got to think about your kids and i think that i hear these stories so much in the black community especially if you are a black woman i know that 
as a mother myself, different opportunities, whether it was going out on my own or even transitioning to different jobs. I've had people go, are you thinking about your family? Are you thinking about your kids? I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to support you in that. And you just have to learn, right, that those are those people's fears. And they're projecting that onto you. But you have to connect with your purpose, your why, when you're doing things. That's not saying that you brush those people off totally and be like, get out my face. But you put them in a box, right? And you thank them for their time and their consideration. But you keep on doing what you got to do because you know your purpose. You know what you are called to do. Don't let friends and family get in the way of that. Don't let them deter you by projecting their fears onto you. Breakaway number two, get away to unfamiliar territory so that you can reset. So if you are feeling stuck where you are right now, a lot of times we try to keep going in the same way. This is what I got from this. We try to keep going. We take a break to the same place. We always go to Miami or we always go to the park and try to write. And we're at a standstill. We feel like nothing is working. Have you gotten out of your comfort zone? Gotten into some new adventures? Nikki got up at 5 o'clock in the morning to do our interview. And she was in Hawaii. Had never been before. And she was just telling me about how much stuff she had been able to handle. Just when she was just getting there. You know, being in this unfamiliar territory. You know, if you're not a walker, today might be the day to start taking walks and see how many ideas that you birth, how many things you figure out by taking that walk. Instead of going to the same old place to try to get energized and do things, maybe look at the map and go, I'm going to go over to Iowa or I'm going to go to South Carolina and sit on the beach and see what happens. But get out of that comfort zone. Get away to unfamiliar territory so that you can reset and just watch the change that happens. And finally, breakaway number three. And I posted about this on in my Instagram stories a while back. Consistency is key. You know, a lot of times we can get fooled by looking at people's stories that they share on social media. And people are only sharing good aspects of their life. But also, we're also seeing stuff <laughs> um, when we see these big people, people with 10,000 followers, 1 million followers and things like that. We're catching them at the end of their journey and we're comparing ourselves to them. What you don't see was the consistency that led them to that point. Hear me now. You're not seeing that consistency. Nikki just celebrated a big partnership, a big thing she did with H&M. She brought all these wonderful black businesses there for the month of December. Every weekend, they were in the store. People were coming up, buying these black women's businesses. And that happened in December of 2021. She started as a blog, 2015-2016. So she had to track all those years just to get to that point, to get to that partnership. She stayed consistent. She was posting consistently. She was showing up for herself and for other people. Consistency is key. Are you showing up for yourself consistently in your life? 
getting up every morning, prioritizing, taking a break for you, your mental health, your wellness, your business, your education, your dreams, your desires. You have to start there. Ask yourself, how are you showing up consistently for yourself and others in your life? That's the key to movement and change. I'm going to repeat those three breakaways. Breakaway number one, don't let friends and family get in the way of what you want to do. Breakaway number two, get away to unfamiliar territory so that you can reset. And breakaway number three, consistency is key. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check out the show notes where I dropped all of Nikki's information. And I'm pretty sure I still left some stuff out. But there's so many different ways that you can connect to buy from a black woman. Drop me an email or follow me on Instagram. Drop me a comment and let me know what you think of the episode. Please rate, subscribe, review on all the platforms, especially Apple, because we're trying to move up the rankings there. And when I drop clips and stuff on Instagram, share them to your stories. Bring some new followers in. And of course, sign up for my newsletter. We're going to start releasing things monthly for 2022. And um, doing some fun things on the website as well. Thank you so much for taking a break to listen to the podcast. Thanks for taking a break to listen to the episode. Connect with me at P.M. Kester. That's K-E-S-T-E-R on Instagram. Or email thekestergroup at gmail.com. As always, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye.